sweat block. I am out. I've got to get on uh, online uh, and get the sweat block wipes. Have you tried these? No, I haven't tried them yet. You really need to, Stu. Yeah, honestly, it's these incredible. are. Uh, I used them all summer out the ranch working. I would come in and you did. I'd have to take a shower in the morning and a shower after I'd come in after working outside. And not once did I stink all week. I mean, all month, all summer. I went there in June, used only the wipes. You'd use them once a week. It's phenomenal. These are sweat block wipes. You can get the regular stick, but the wipes last you a week. They are so well worth it. You can get them today, 20% off. Just go into sweatblock.com. Use the promo code BECK, or you can get them at Amazon. But I can't recommend them highly enough. Sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com. Promo code BECK. Get them at Amazon as well. But 20% off at sweatblock.com if you use the promo code BECK. All right. Last hour of the show begins in a minute. spend just a few minutes to give you some good news some good news seems pretty bleak out there but it's actually not if we all stay calm and stay focused and do the right thing the reason why the left is getting so incredibly out of control is because they know it's slipping through their hands they know this election if we all go out and vote they're in trouble they know that we're waking up well, let me give you some good news about how we are waking up. We'll do that in 60 seconds. So, I don't know how many listeners know that um, that back in 2008, uh, I felt a calling to preserve American history. I'm a guy in 2000 that didn't know American history, didn't care about American history. 2006 comes along. I start paying attention. 2002, then 2006, then 2008, and I am locked in on American history. I realize I don't really know it. Well, I started to preserve it. I started to study it. And I'm telling you now, you don't you don't know American history. People who think they do, you know, think most people go, I don't know it. People who think they do, do don't even know American history. Our kids must be taught this story. It must be planted deep into their hearts. So let me give you a history book uh, from the Tuttle Twins. Right now, you need to teach these ideas, American history, the ideas, not the dates and the names to memorize, the ideas of America. 
American History Book. You can get it now. America's History. You can find it at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. They're even throwing in the audiobook, the workbooks, and so much more right now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right, where should I start? Uh, how about this one? About one-third of America is now reporting being extremely or very concerned about climate change. That's 10 percentage points less than in 2019. Okay. It was 44%. Like, we're all going to die in a fiery, flaming flood. It's going to be so hot and then so cold and then so hot and then so cold. We're all going to die. Good thing that we won't have any heaters or air conditioning units. Uh huh. Now, just over half of respondents say they think their actions have an effect on climate change. Three years prior, however, 66% say they believe their individual actions made a difference. When asked how much responsibility individuals bear for addressing the issue, only 45% said a great deal or a lot. That percentage was 50%. Despite relative apathy regarding climate change, 71% do believe that it is happening. Only 11% remain disbelievers. Now, let me tell you something. People on, people on the right are always called flat earthers. They don't believe in climate change. Of course I believe in climate change. What do you think? What, what was the ice age? Of course the climate changes. Climate changes for a myriad of reasons, and I'm one of them that believe that, yes, we, sh- we probably have an effect on it, too. We should do everything we can to be healthy for ourselves, our children, our posterity, the animals, the trees, the water. Now, I got to tell you what I'm really thinking. I think we, I want the dirtiest, greasiest Uh, Just chemical-ridden water for my kids in their future. You know what I mean? (laughs) Who says that? That's like a Disney villain. However, I also think the Earth is alive. No, it's not Gaia. It's not a god. It's a living thing. And I think the Earth will destroy us when it's ready. And I also believe in a God who might do the same thing before the earth gets around to it. I'm just saying. There are certain things you have to do. But this climate hysteria it does not, if you don't buy into, we're all going to be dead by 1230 this afternoon. If you don't believe in that, you're not a flat earther. You're a reasoned thinking human being. This is not about climate change. See, this is the real problem. This is where you separate the thinking people from the, oh, my gosh, people. Okay? This is where, this is where the rubber meets the road. Should we tube the global economy, which has made the air cleaner, the water fresher, the skies cleaner, people's lives better. Should we should we just dump all of that? You know, if America falls, and it will. If America would fall, 
what do you think's going to happen to our national parks? Hmm? Oh, those going to work out. Oh, well, we're going to fall, but we're keeping the forest rangers. Yeah. We're going to fall, but we'll still have all those firefighters in the airplanes to put the national forest out. No. Mm-mm. Nope. We have to be reasonable. And what's happened is it has become a giant industry. And now it has gotten so bad. By the way, um, have you noticed the hurricanes? <sighs> The hurricanes this year, I mean, look at the fires and the floods and all the horrible, horrid, horrible, horrid, 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 horrible, awful, nasty, just life-threatening stuff that is or isn't happening. Uh, Have you noticed that the hurricane season's supposed to be the worst? We're a wipeout buyer. Nothing yet. In fact, this is the first time in seven years that a hurricane hasn't even formed in the Atlantic Basin. Yeah, first time in seven years. Well, it's only because the big one is coming. BlackRock, which is the key of the behemoth of ESG and the ESG mafia, has just added new people to the White House. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, they're now working up the upper. Well, we already have one as chief economic advisor to the president and another one that's a chief economic advisor to the vice president and another one who's a chief economic advisor from BlackRock uh, at the Treasury Department. So we, we have that going for us, but they're adding new people. So we've got this public private partnership with BlackRock. And uh, BlackRock's getting even more money today. Yeah, yeah. Climate stocks going through the roof today because Biden's about to sign that $740 billion bill. Yeah. Yeah, now this is really great. I love this. But let me give you some good news. This comes today from the Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Did it just dump on me? Here it is. Uh, The Wall Street Journal reports, our legendary editor, Robert Bartley, used to quip that it takes at least 65 editorials on a subject to really have any impact. Well, we know what he meant after laboring in the vineyards low these many years to draw attention in editorials to the politicized investing that travels under the bland label ESG for environmental, social, and governance. Yes, it, it, it really was that quip that really pointed out that maybe they're, they're slow to make an impact. Yeah, or people just start waking up because regular people are talking. You know, they, they don't say, and low. After laboring in the vineyards low these many years. That's not the way people talk, Wall Street Journal. But now people are starting to pay attention to it. And I want to give you something in the Wall Street Journal today that is extraordinarily good news. Meanwhile, an intriguing new investment alternative to ESG funds has gone public. Strive Asset Management last week announced its first exchange-traded fund, DRLL, a passively managed energy index fund designed to mimic BlackRock's passive U.S. energy index fund. 
Scribe says it's raised more than $100 million in assets under management and has $160 million in traded volume in its first week. We have no brief for any particular business model. Uh, let everyone compete for the investment dollars, where we said, Oh, lo, you are still striving from the vineyard. Anyway, they talk about how Strive, $100 million, remember, when he announced it on this program, he said, if we could get up to a billion dollars, we're going to make an impact on the, in the energy industry. Well, they're a tenth of the way there. This is not a commercial and not investment advice because I'm, I'm, I'm not being paid for this. I wish I was. I should be paid a lot. Oh, they are actually a, aren't they a new sponsor on like Blaze or something? But this isn't a commercial. Um, have you have you talked about moving some of your money that you might have an investment over to DRLL? Strive. Just look up Strive Asset Management. Yes, I have, Glenn. You've actually done it, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have. I did it during the interview. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, screw it. I'm signing on right now. Yeah, I've got to go through my wife. It's slow. The process. It's committees, meetings with my wife. You know, well, we know who runs the house. She Glenn, you does. Don't have to convince she us of that. does. Uh, but I, I think it's a really good thing. I don't know about investment, but this is the way to beat ESG, and they are freaking out. It's really building quickly too, right? This is oh yeah, this is turning into a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's I'm not going, just us talking about it. I'm going today to Utah to Salt Lake to do a, a meeting tomorrow with the House and the Senate, um, uh, in an off session meeting about ESG tonight. I was supposed to just have dinner with some people, and I don't know how this happened, but it turned into like an open event because the attorney general's coming and the senators are coming and Mike Lee's going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. All of a sudden, I think it's like a 2,000-seat dinner that we're at. It's like, I just thought we were getting together with some friends. So tonight, uh, I'm meeting with the real activists of ESG, the people who are really, truly making a difference. And that has to happen in every state. I'm really glad to see what they are doing now in um, uh, in Arizona. The Arizona attorney general is now getting together with 19 other attorney generals all across the country, and they're demanding BlackRock give them answers. Um, they have been hiding behind this and then telling investors, oh, you know what? You will. You're going to lose money for the next 10 years, you know, but it's going to be so worth it because, you know, we all really care. Look, if you care about that, I mean. That's how I'm pitching it to my wife. I don't know if it's going to make money. You know yeah. me. I have no idea. But I'd like to invest in it because I believe in America and I believe in America's energy independence. And so if it just holds even or even if we lose a little, I'm OK. We should do that. And I'm fine with that. But don't take my retirement money. And without me knowing that you're doing that, just to sign it into an ESG program. No. No, that is people are waking up and they are freaked out of their mind. Which brings me to what they want to do next to stop you from listening to people like me or doing your own homework or having these very dangerous opinions. What the World Economic Forum is now proposing for the Internet. We go there in 60 seconds. I don't know about you, but I value my sanity, you know, such as it is. I try to 
take care of it when I can. I try not to put too much pressure on it, you know, because it will break. It's fragile, which is why a long time ago I decided that if I was going to buy or sell a house or both, I needed to have the most competent, active real estate agent I could find. I didn't know how to find those people, but it was driving me out of my mind. I'm in radio, so I used, I mean, I probably lived in, I don't even know, 20 different cities in 20 years. Um, I couldn't keep a job. Anyway, uh, I didn't know how to find a great real estate agent. That's why I formed Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is my company, and we vet real estate agents in your area. And we partner with only the ones that have the best practices, the ones who are going to bend over backwards to get the job done and done right. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Do your own homework. This is a free service to you. Just let us know if you're buying or selling. We will give you the name of the best real estate agent, in our opinion, in your area. If we don't have one, we won't recommend it, obviously. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10-second station ID. So I'm, I'm going to get into this uh, probably a little more tomorrow, but I think this is, this is kind of really, 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 really important. And it is what they want to do now to make sure, because it's, it's very dangerous. Oh, it is very dangerous out there for just the regular person because they can get sucked up into these conspiracy theories. Oh, like conspiracy theories like ESG isn't happening like that. So here's what they're talking about now. World Economic Forum is becoming a little concerned. Unapproved opinions are becoming more popular and online censors can't keep up with the millions of people being more aware and more vocal. The censorship engines employed by the Internet platforms turn out to be quite stupid and incapable. People are even daring to complain about the World Economic Forum. That's unacceptable. So. WEF author has come up with a solution she proposes to collect off-platform intelligence from millions of sources to spy on people and new ideas, then merge this information together for content removal decisions sent to the Internet platforms. They are looking for an intelligence-based approach and use AI. What they're doing is they want to bring in multi-language, human-curated, off-platform intelligence into learning sets. The AI will then be able to detect nuanced, novel abuses at scale before they reach mainstream platforms. So, in other words, they're, go- they, they're suggesting that they start collecting billions of bits of information on each of us. And they see where are these things starting and they'll be able to do that because they can predict each individual. This is not beyond the capability of AI anymore. And so they're going to find out, yeah, that tweet was bad, but where did that tweet really come from? That tweet was started two years ago when that individual was reading this thing. Let's get rid of that thing. That person has been listening to this, this, and this, and reading this. And the other person that came up with the same kind of idea was reading the same thing and listening to two out of the four people. Let's get rid of those. That's what they're talking about doing. It is truly mind control. 
They are going to start censoring the Internet in advance of you forming a wrong opinion. Also, it's not good enough to censor John1234 at Google or Gmail. It's not good enough to do that and cancel his uh, tweet because that one tweet, it has to be all across all platforms and anything that person is connected to. This is ESG in action. It's not enough to take you off of Twitter. Depending on how misinformed you are, they will they will reach into all platforms that you would use and ban you from all platforms. This is Orwell, 1984. Your friends and neighbors, uh, I've said this for a while, if they don't get it now, they probably won't. But I, I would like you to, while you're um, getting everybody you can out to vote, that should be your number one priority right now. Um, I, I would highly suggest that you talk to people that you think might get it who are kind of on the fence and going, you know, look, this is probably not good. And don't make it about Donald Trump for sure. Just say, okay, look, I mean, let's be honest. If if this was happening on the other side. Yeah, well, it wouldn't. Uh-uh. If it was happening on the other side, you would be saying the same thing. You would be saying we're in trouble. You know we're in trouble. I blame one side. You blame the other. The problem is the government has the power to control it. Whatever side gets it can beat down the other side. That's not America. ESG is controlling how we invest, what we say, what we think. And now with this latest, and you can find this, by the way, at the WEF website. Okay? Go to WEF and and just look it up yourself. It's there. Not taking it from some crazy, um, you know, fringe website. You just search for the solution to online abuse. AI plus human intelligence. It's right at the World Economic Forum. Show that. Show that to your friends. If they don't get it after this, they're not going to. And move on. Move on. Save as many as you can. But we have a voting battle to fight. The Glenn Back Program. We would never walk out our front door and just leave our our doors open. We wouldn't do it. I mean, we did. I did when we were kids. But you wouldn't do that now. You'd not put a big sign in. Hey, we're gone for a long time. Go ahead. Steal our stuff. You wouldn't do that. But that is what we're doing in a virtual sense when we're online. It is really important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. We do everything online these days, and you don't want to cut Internet safety out of the budget. So get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock now. It's the top of the line in cybersecurity. We both have preventative measures to keep you safe, and you can have access to a a restoration team if something does happen, because nobody can monitor and watch everything. Nobody can catch it all. But if something happens, you want to be able to fix it. And that's, LifeLock has both sides. It's great. 
Join now, save up to 25% your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Do it now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and get on board. Get subscribed to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn to save some cash. Wow, I uh, sad to hear this. Uh, Jeffrey Tubin oh. is leaving CNN. No. Yeah, I don't. He was, so what's horrible is he found out he was he found out he was on a date with um, Pamela Anderson, and um, <laughs> and uh, and he found out they called him up and they said, hey, you know, uh, don't worry, you're going to be fine. You're you're good. You know, with handiwork. Uh, oh. Manual labor, you're good. You, you're used to working alone. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you could do hand puppets. Uh, you know, or or hand to gland combat, or something. You know, something like hand that. to gland mm-hmm. combat. That's I mean, hand to hand. What, what did I say? Ha- hand. To yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but he's thinking about going out uh, mm-hmm. out west because he's an expert <laughs> in roping the pony. <laughs> Uh, maybe you'll see him on Dancing with Stars, you know, Dancing with a One-Eyed Sailor. Uh, you you I, just okay, don't. I don't know that we need more I potential. Go, I know I you could. Go on. There's a lot of career <laughs> options for Jeffrey Tubin. Lots of them. Lots of them. But he's been yanked out, they say. No, no. Uh, he's saying he's doing it. Yeah. He's decided to leave. Mm-hmm. He has decided it's time. And yeah. I think this is fascinating because what kind of move is this? Like, either... Look, you go and you do a Zoom call, which you end with, use any one of Glenn's euphemisms uh, to describe an action uh, that he uh, engaged in, and all your coworkers uh, view it. You, I think, have two options at that point. You either care so much about this job at CNN that you somehow fight through all the embarrassment to come back on the air, Mm -hmm. or you go away and do something else and hope no one ever brings it up again. He instead has fought to get back on the air for like six months, and then he says he's leaving, which I just don't believe. I mean, I'm sure they're pushing him out, but still, it was a weird choice. He went to a gentleman's ranch, you know, riding the baloney pony, and then he was... uh... Lawyers for CNN are trying to argue that (laughs) retweets and follows qualify as endorsements. Now, here's what's going on. They're being sued by uh, General Flynn and his wife. And they say that he was a QAnon follower because he followed QAnon's page and he retweeted things. Now, I follow CNN and I'm clearly not a supporter of CNN. I have retweeted CNN, New York Times, The Atlantic. I clearly don't endorse those things. But that's what CNN is trying to say. If you've ever retweeted something... You're a follower. You're part of that. That's club. amazing. That's an That's, amazing standard. Yeah. Because I'm sure CNN has retweeted stuff from Donald Trump, for example. So sure. they so they they endorse, they endorse him. Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting headline to put it on is. yourself. It is. But uh, we can go back to Jeffrey Tubin if you like. Um, <laughs> the walls are closing in on uh, on Alec Baldwin. Uh <sighs> They uh, they said that uh, his finger was on the trigger, and that he did pull the trigger. He said, "Yeah, that was his defense is that he never actually pulled." It the just trigger. went off. 
Yeah, and the and the FBI came out. Now, I mean, it was the FBI, uh, but the FBI came out and said, uh, "No, we, we, the gun doesn't just go off by itself." Now that is that is remarkable because <laughs> I think a lot of people on the left just think guns go off by themselves. That's not how guns work. No, no. no. And they said, you know, they thought, you know, because he was like, "Something's wrong with this gun." You know, all I did was squeeze it. Uh, and uh, so now he's, um, well, his attorney says, well, this is no big deal. Yeah, I mean, okay, so he squeezed the trigger. And the gun went off. He didn't know the gun was going to always squeeze the trigger. Uh, and besides, they say, the medical examiner said it was an accident. Uh, the medical examiner, that, 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 they're not investigating the gun or the guy who pulled. I mean, does I don't think it matters what the medical examiner says, does it? If the FBI comes in and goes, yeah, I think he killed him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they seem to have unlimited power these days, so I don't know what the uh, yeah. what the case is. That's interesting. So I feel bad for him. Yeah, I, he doesn't. I don't. It seemed like you know, honestly, it didn't seem like people were really blaming him for this, were they? No. It I, seems like people were like, you know, look, whoever was dealing with the guns shouldn't have had it look, loaded. If he, yeah, if he would have squeezed the trigger, oh uh, what? Uh, oh well, it's not supposed to have a bullet in it, right? I mean, you know what I mean? No, I, I didn't seem like he. His, ex, you know, he's one of these guys that, of course, you can't trust a word he says. He's always been one of these guys, and I think he tried his defense. He tried to stretch it beyond what was reasonable like i mean right. look you know i think people would understand a story in which somebody who somebody acted erratically did not do their job put a real bullet in this gun he pulls a trigger. how is he supposed to know yeah i mean he, he just can't he's handed the gun he pulls a trigger he would have he would have had it pointed to another actor right i mean uh, it would have been just it would have been somebody else it's not his fault at but least he's as not it was, coming the story was initially told well he's trying to cover his ass because it's his production hmm. so he's responsible for the safety on the set right and so it's not just the pulling of the trigger they're saying he he's responsible and apparently they cut some corners and now he's like trying big, to so that's so his defense on that is well the gun mysteriously went, went off. off yeah and i and i couldn't have predicted that even right. as the producer of the i production. mean i don't know how he saved money it's not like he i mean maybe he did he's like we got a big box of ammunition some of them are blank some of them are i don't know the difference <laughs> we bought a mixed but we bought the mixed <laughs> box <laughs> at the gun store yeah some of them are deadly rounds armor piercing and some are just starter blanks so. It's like when you go, you like a, you get a big handful of assorted candies. You know, <laughs> exactly. some of them, so you go get some a, of them are deadly, <laughs> some of them aren't. Yeah, you know? some of them are poison. Just went some out of them in are my mouth. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, let me uh, let me ask two things. Um, how's Lynn Cheney doing today? Right? Lynn Cheney. Uh, well, uh, there's a couple ways to tell on mm -hmm. Lynn Cheney. Okay. Uh, you could or Liz Cheney. You could look at the oh, yeah Liz Sorry. the uh, the results. Of polls, which show her very far behind, mm -hmm. uh, though maybe narrowing the gap slightly to you know a couple dozen points. Uh, <laughs> but you can you can vote if you're a Democrat. So there, you know it's not. I, I I don't think it's very likely that she is going to keep this thing close. But it could be it could be closer than people think. Predict it, which is the um, the prediction site. 
where you can put money on basically betting on these elections, although they would not call it that. And also they're getting shut down by the government currently, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, um, they they say that it's, I think, a 90, she has maybe a 3 or 4% chance of winning. So yeah, very, good. very low. The, the most clear-cut example, though, as to why you know Liz Cheney is going to lose is that every mainstream media is writing stories about her next chapter uh which is, <laughs> she's running for president that you know. is what they are she's going to challenge and she's they are insinuating this yeah now i don't know she hasn't said that although she does she goes very far out of her way not to push those rumors down you know she oh i'm running right now for this so we'll make a decision on 2024 later on now you, you know, say that I, when you're I, running I for mean, president. it's it's like it's beto she's just beto she's a chick who is repeating Beto's great success? You know, I've been a failure. <laughs> no. uh, I uh, I lost by you know just a handful of uh, voters. Uh, you know, just a couple of dozen points. Uh, but I think I can parlay that into a national campaign. Yeah, I, it's it's I, I I don't think she necessarily thinks she's going to win the presidency. Maybe she's trying no, to she split just, the vote or yeah, something. I don't know. She just wants to be. What's really fascinating about Liz Cheney, because you look at like the other person on the on the January 6th commission is uh, Adam Kinzinger, who's been a guy who's, you know, always been kind of moderate and, you know, mm-hmm. he's kind of hawkish militarily, but never really aligned with conservative values or anything. You know, Liz Cheney's had a pretty conservative voting record. It's amazing how fast overall this has changed. This is a woman who, in 2020, the election we're talking about, yeah. voted for Donald Trump. She voted. She was not. She literally voted for Donald Trump in 2020. And after the whole, her opposition to Trump, she says, is what he, the way he handled the post-election period in January 6th, right? So she then turns into a big critic, critic around January 6th, which there was a decent amount of them. Yeah. I didn't she, like the way he handled January 6th and on January 6th. Months later, she survives a vote inside the Republican Party to remain in leadership. This is not, this is after all of this <laughs> happened. Right. She survives that vote. Then eventually she gets pulled out months after that. And I think it's an interesting <clears throat> example of, you know, the Republicans can deal with criticism of Donald Trump. They yeah. can say, hey, I don't like what he did here. I mean, Kemp is a good example in Georgia, a guy who came out and said, no, the election wasn't stolen and he's wrong. And he was very, very clear on that. And uh, but he didn't make his whole life about sinking Donald Trump. He said what he believed and then he moved on and was a, and governed his state and then won his primary by 40 points. Right. Right against a real challenge. She has made her whole life about him, yeah, and destroying him. And I just don't. I, people, yeah. people. I don't think people want that. And then again, you know, a hundred and ninety million people voted for Joe Biden, whose whole thing. I was, believe the number is five hundred and ninety million. Five hundred and ninety. My latest count. How is, is one, one last one? Yeah. Uh, Sarah Palin. Palin is in the most confusing day of voting i've ever seen in my entire it's life alaska I, it's it is people go up there and they're like i think i'm gonna be happy up there <laughs> I, I, I mean what do you expect so the vote is tonight will you have the election results tonight of course not because it takes forever to get the vote so they it's uh, what is it august 7 16th mm-hmm. today uh tonight the they won't even get they have to get all the votes in from overseas balloting which can come all the way until august 31st so there's no way from overseas ballot. What? I guess military ballots and such. So all the way till August 31st before they can even start the process of the ranked choice voting which is new in Alaska now. 
So that's going to hit this time. And to make it even more confusing, they are having two elections today for the same office for the same office right they are doing the general election for the candidate that will replace uh the uh, the uh, deceased uh, congressman uh that will go we've uh, missed him we've missed him until and that will they will be in office for like six months mm-hmm. so the general election for that race is today uh-huh. also the same day with almost all the same candidates is the primary for the normal election that's going on in november for the same congressional seat. For the same congressional seat that won't you won't actually get into office until January. So there's two elections, same day. Palin is in both of them. Um, Nick Begich is uh, the third is in both of them. Now he is a guy who is the a rep, he's running as a Republican, but is the is it the son or the, I don't remember a very well known uh, uh, Alaskan family was the guy was a governor, but he was a Democrat. So it's he's the Republican son of a well known Democrat from the state. He's the, and then there's a Mary Peltola who is, uh, she is, Love I think her. the first, she would be the first, what is it, native Alaskan or I don't know. She's some. Aleutian. Something like that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so this is going on today. Most likely the. the Inuit. May, I don't, maybe something I like mean, that. I could, you could just start naming things. I'm just going to say yes, because yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But it's something vital <laughs> that we must know about because right. identity politics are incredibly crucial in our world. Bottom line is. Uh, Palin has a good chance of winning, but honestly, with it's so confusing. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen here. Uh, Palin is, if you want to look at the prediction markets, Palin is the favorite, sixty-three percent. Vegas twenty-eight. Peltola sixteen. There's a there's an idea that some because of the way the ranked choice voting shakes out, that the people if you don't put Palin number one, you probably don't want her. So they're thinking that if if it's somewhat close, the second and third place votes might overwhelm Palin in a close election. That's what the left is hoping for. Um, but we will. Just we will another say. reason today I'm glad I don't live in Alaska. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll I got see. enough problems with my life. I don't need to go, wait, what? I didn't do what? I. How do I? You know, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It is and cold. if it's not cold, because it is August. What day is it? It was, I could tell you, yesterday in Chicken, Alaska. Yeah, Chicken. This is a real place. It has yeah. 12 residents. It was 60 degrees as 60 a high, degrees. 44 as a low. So you got those, you got the mosquitoes just, you know, they're big as dogs up there at this point. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you won't see the sun in about a week. Right. Uh, so it'll be, it, it's great. It's great. Anyway, uh, Goldline. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of mush. That's what I'm talking about. Mm gold in alaska mm-hmm. anyway sometimes the best observation come from the people in the trenches you know forget the experts you might recognize the name uh rick harrison he's on pawn stars i should call him he's uh he was on fox and friends he said the economy is bad because of what he's seeing coming into the store he said people are desperate to raise cash and they're pawning items off and he's seeing new younger people he typically doesn't encounter Inflation uh, is, he said, uh, hits the lowest income first, spreads out from there. The economy is not getting better. Um, I maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, I'm going to tell you about the direct assault on the U.S. dollar from several countries, including our pals India. This week, Goldline is giving away twenty of the new one ounce Benjamin Franklin copper rounds with every gold legal tender bar that is purchased. Now these legal, these, uh, these uh, legal tender bars, um, they are 
They're fantastic. Their credit card side, they break everything up. Um, it's something that I worked with the Canadian Mint and Gold Line with about 15 years ago. They are really, really great uh, for being able to actually have something that would be used as currency. The bars sell out really fast. Don't wait to call about the special right now. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. You can also contact them for your free copy of Carol Roth's latest Goldline exclusive newsletter. You know Carol from the program. She's great. You can get her newsletter for free just by calling Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 888-727-BECK. You do not want to miss uh, any of today's show. You can get it. Uh, wherever you get your podcast for free also subscribe to the blaze become a family member with the blaze uh interact with us during the show uh you can do that at blaze tv.com blaze tv.com use the promo code glenn and you will save 10 bucks blaze tv.com slash glenn we'll see you tomorrow big day tomorrow you don't want to miss it includes our wednesday night special on faith in america uh, the the faith that the left is now saying that has taken over everyday christianity you won't recognize it tomorrow the glenn back program